Check, check. One, two, three. Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. Yeah, I chose this profession, so therefore I earn beer. You want to go to the matinee? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't just stop worrying about the punks. Ah, you. That's my name. Yeah, Introducing for your listening pleasure. And we're back. Yeah. High Fives Podcast. It's been a while. It has. It's been it's been too long, I would say. Yeah, we had some fancy interviews, but it's not the same as hanging out with you, Nate. No, it's really not. That third person really throws everything. Yeah, around. it's like a big wrench in the whole pr- yeah. project. The whole, uh, the whole, the whole, the whole. Yeah, oh. it's like a big wrench in the hole. Is, <laughs> is that a saying? <laughs> I just made it up. Let's see if it catches on. Yeah. It could be the new YOLO. <laughs> so we did a couple interviews uh, over the Christmas holidays. One with Seth Anderson. Uh, from One Week Records and one with Billy Dixon from Chicks Dig It and the Adivans. So check those out if you haven't. We'll probably plug it again later. Yeah, we like to several plug times. <laughs> hey plug. Nate, have you heard our interviews? <laughs> I haven't. Tell me more. There's this one with Seth. He's such a nice guy. Really? Yeah. Is he cute too? Yeah, if you like that rugged look. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we did one with Billy from Chicks Dig It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Did you know he's in Chicks Ticket now? I, I, I just heard. Yeah, well, if you listen to the interview, you find that all out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's so, enough of that uh, crazy There you go, thing. yeah. This is what happens when we don't hang out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The jokes get worse. How are your holidays, Mike? They were good, and yours? Yeah, it was good. It's, uh, it's a crazy time of year. It's not really podcast recording time. No, it kind of yeah. puts a damper on the whole thing. Hey? Yeah, but we had a pretty good response for the uh, top fives this year, for top fives for 2016. Yeah, if you can narrow it down to five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike was the only one that actually didn't put in a top five list. Yeah. It was a top top 30. Yeah, it was a top 30, and then yeah. I did it like a 50 best songs <laughs> mixtape. So if that's your thing, go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a nerd. We've discussed this yeah, in yeah. depth. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's been discussed, let's say. I'm not the one wearing a Kurt Cobain sweater. <laughs> I I had a Kurt Cobain shirt on under the Kurt Cobain sweater earlier. Really today? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's was he wearing it's a, a sweater? Whole... <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh. I think that's where I draw the line. Yeah, well, that's too meta. Hey, <laughs> I don't even know what that word means. I don't know either. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard it used. So it's episode twenty-one, I think, or twenty-two. One or the other. We'll sort it out it's before we post it. Yeah, yeah, we're in the twenties. And uh, this episode is uh, top five comps that aren't, we did put a caveat on this, that aren't Fat Records or Epitaph comps. Because that just would have been a little too easy. Yeah, I mean, that would just be bo- kind of boring. I'm yeah. sure it's without, uh, without, it goes without saying that those would probably be on our, on our list anyway. So yeah, if you haven't heard any of those comps, uh, you probably don't like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which punkorama would you would you put on there? Had we allowed that, 
I think I would have went with one because yeah. I I listened to that one the most, and that was kind of maybe one of the first punk albums like I bought that kind of got me into Bad Religion and Offspring. I probably yeah. bought it because of Offspring, I guess at the time would have been my guess. Uh, Jeez, <laughs> it's that diet pop, man. Yeah, yeah. aspartame for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would have picked Punk Grandma one as well. There's some just wicked banging songs on there. Yeah, I still listen to that one every once in a while. Like if it comes on my ipod shuffle thing I'll, yeah i'll listen to the whole thing yeah um i don't even remember punk rama two or three they're i mean they're all kind of they all kind of blend in after that well, i remember it, two had the me first uh that was the first time i think i heard me first they had uptown girl i think on that one or she's a oh rich girl maybe i don't know no clue but i mean it just didn't stand doesn't stand out as much as punk rama one to me for probably nostalgic reasons yeah I mean, it's not to say that they weren't any good or anything like that. I just don't remember them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which one would you have gone with, Fat? Survival? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it had to be Survival. That's the best one. A part of me was like thinking about it. I was like, maybe like there's... I, I really like Life in the Fat Lane for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the other ones are just kind of all a blur to me. So the, that's like the punk rabbits for me. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, Fat Music for Fat People I thought was pretty good too. Yeah. But I, I mean, that one was acquired after the second one. Same. Yeah. So it's been a while. We haven't, uh, I'm sure you've been listening to a shit ton of music. I have too. But lately, um, I grabbed these two discs, uh, well, discs, digital download files. Um, Davy Dynamite was one and uh, Make War was the other. And I'm really digging both of them. Uh, I've never heard of Davy Dynamite before. I don't know if he's from a band or... I don't think he's from a band. I think he, I came across him on Bandcamp like quite a while ago, and I met, I wrote it down to check him out, and then I never went back. And then when I was going through best of lists, somebody had mentioned it, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. And then I just bought it based on that, and I haven't had a chance to actually go back and listen. But it's got kind of an off with their heads kind of feel, and like kind of a uh, like a rawness to it. Um, but yeah, I really dig it. Like it's uh, it's a really different album but i really like i thought you'd like it too so yeah you'll have to sit down and give it to give it a listen and the make war uh record is really good too just kind of a front to back uh you know heavier i guess kind of record but uh but i really like it yeah anything else well there's lots did you let's draw the line okay quick quick (laughs) quick caveat on that did you pick up anything going through people's best of lists you know what i didn't uh this year i did i gave you 50 last year (laughs) yeah he did I don't even think I read it or listened to it, to be honest with you. I'm sorry. Well, it was a busy time. It is. That's fine. (laughs) No, I I didn't really, I don't know if it was just me and where I was looking, but they weren't as like uh, obvious. Like I I didn't, I didn't come across them as, as easily as I did last year. I don't know. Did you feel the same way? I did. And I was wondering if it was because we had done so much talking about music between us and music club and and things like that like maybe just like there was less surprises yeah um because yeah i went through a ton of lists and i mean i did pick up a bunch of things from there but not as much as usual like not even stuff i was like oh make sure jot it down make sure to check it out that yeah check it out later or anything like that so i mean it was a good year for music there was a ton of stuff that came out um i would say looking back on it there wasn't as much like like for me it wasn't that hard to make that top five list because i felt like there was a lot of stuff and a lot of good stuff but not a lot of like really excellent stuff so um i I don't want to say not a lot of but 
I guess less than I was anticipating for the amount that came out. Yeah, I don't think there's a there wasn't a ton of stuff that was like, um, I don't know how to put it like uh, impactful that yeah, like yeah. will be forever impactful. There was a lot of stuff in there that was good though. Yeah, it was just like good for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it can just go into the depths of the hard drive. Yeah, and we can get on with 2017. So, uh-huh. Did you want to hear what I've been listening to? Tonight? I do. Actually, are you sure? I, I was. I was just hoping you didn't you'd chime even, in. You didn't even care about my list, so <laughs> do you even care about well, what I'm listening to? It's it's just too much. It's too overwhelming. <laughs> Thirty. Like, I mean, Jesus fuck. I gave you links. <laughs> There's links to songs on YouTube. <laughs> I can appreciate the amount of work that went into it. Let's say that. Okay. Can we agree on that? We'll agree on that. Okay. I'm gonna cry about this later. <laughs> Slash now. Um, I've been listening to Almost People's album, Songs for Best Friends. Oh, yeah. I listened to that one. Yeah. It's kind of got that org core kind of... What is it? Org core. I've never heard of that before. That's like the fest sort of sound. Like org core. Yeah. Like ORG? Yeah. What does that mean? Like kind of like that, I don't know, Iron Sheik, Dear Landlord, but why, Hot Water Music. Why do they call it org core? Because of punknews.org. Oh. I think that that was my understanding. <laughs> Weird. It's been around for a while. Like check it my out, mind right? went like ogre. I'm like, oh, what does that have to do with anything? Go check out Wikipedia on OrgCore. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do it. You're yeah. not just making like, up phrases no. again, are you? No. Okay. Also, when I proved to you that... Glam, glam Rocky Glam Punk. I sent you, I sent you a picture <laughs> with a screen capture where that was used. I have a feeling that you orchestrated that. That, no. that. that was some big thing that you created. I was so excited. <laughs> Because you'd be the kind of guy that would like create a website and create a Wikipedia page just to prove me wrong. I am vindictive. <laughs> but no, no, sadly, no. Somebody else is as stupid as me and <laughs> use that term. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah, I really like that's that almost people album. It's, I mean, it's not, it's nothing to write home about, but I feel they're one of those bands I can see getting a little bit of hype and playing fest. Yeah. And kind of hitting that wave. Yeah, it was good. There's some anthematic songs and yeah. stuff on there. Uh, and then another one I was listening to was uh, a band with a really shitty name <laughs> called... Sounds Like You? Yeah. Death by Unga Bunga. <laughs> which is... It's a fucking horrible yeah, name. Yeah, that is horrible. But they're from Norway, so I'm going to go and say that hopefully that's just some sort of lost translation. Well, maybe there. Unga Bunga means something. Maybe. Well, I'm not up in my Norwegian. <laughs> something to... Something to Set a goal for for yeah. 2017, maybe. But I, I came across this one when I was scoming or scoming is scoming a word? I don't think scoming is a word. Skimming, skimming, scouring, browsing, browsing, scouring. browsing, oh. browsing, browsing is the word. It was yeah. People's best of 2016 list, and uh, it came up on a couple. Okay, and it's just an EP, and um, it's called the Fight EP, and they've got kind of like a garage rock, power pop, punk sound. Wow, so, that sounds very specific. Yeah. It's like kind of like if che- they've got like sort of to me sound like Cheap Trick, but if Cheap Trick were more garagey. Okay. So you would hate it. <laughs> Fair enough. But, uh, and then the last one that I just picked up uh, a couple of days ago was Volume. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, a side project from the guys, Warsaw or a new project. I don't really understand what goes on with Downtown Struts. Oh, really? But it's them. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. And it's, the album's called Orange Park and it's. I, th- I was surprised you liked it. It's very artsy, eh? Well, it sounds like more of an alternative stream. Like, you know, you can kind of hear that punk influence within it, but it's got like, 
it, it's got much more of an alternative sound, I thought. Yeah. And I, I know how unalternative you are. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I don't like the term alternative. No. That so, alt section could be three doors down or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very broad. <laughs> it's very broad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, I just picked that up a, lot, a couple of days ago and been listening to it and I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. So. It's a cool record. It's, it kind of gives me like a bit of a brand new feel to it. Yeah. I can see that. I got like an eighties vibe too. Yeah. That synth stuff will do yeah. that. And I don't know if it's because I, I watched a show called Red Oaks. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. No. And it's like set in the eighties and uh, I binge watched it when I was on the holidays here and it, it was all eighties music. And I don't know if it's just like caught with that for me. So Is it I don't good? Know. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, if you get a chance to see it, it's uh, it's kind of like a John Hughes movie in a series. Speaking of '80s movies, here's another John Hughes esque movie um, that's all about kind of music in the '80s uh, called Sing Street. Have you heard of that? I saw it on Netflix the other day. I'm so stoked to see it. It's good. It is good. It's really good. Like it's like a coming of age, you know, John Hughesy, like very John Hughesy, set in Ireland. Um, but like takes you through all these kind of movements of a kid listening to rock in the eighties and trying to, trying to find a voice. And, and I guess they wrote all these songs for this movie, which is really cool. Kind of like inside Lewin Davis. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of respect and admiration for, you know, directors that will go that extra mile, like to write, you know, not just like hire a guy to do kind of the orchestral sort of, you know, soundtrack stuff, but like, the actual, you know, songs for the movie that kind of become a character within the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw in the in the preview, I saw that they used Joe Jackson, so I was pretty stoked. And I'm a big Joe Jackson fan, so yeah, it's a good movie. You should check it's it a, out. It's, it's on my uh, it's on to watch. List. It's on my to watch list on Netflix. Your to do, yeah. That my Netflix to do list is becoming massive, like yeah. to the point where I feel overwhelmed by it, and I feel a sense of accomplishment when I watch a show. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, I mean it's sad. It's, it's fucking to- sad. It's off topic, but that like it lingers in my brain. I'm like, oh yeah, I should watch that series. I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah. When am I gonna find time to watch that? Ah. <laughs> and then you like think about it. And that's pretty fucking sad. Or I like finish a series and go to high five somebody and no one's there and I'm like, oh. Well, that's it. Yeah. What's new? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Let's let's get some music, mate. So this episode is all about the compilation. Yeah, the compilation that uh, I don't know. It kind of became became uh, it kind of faded out with the digital age of music, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a staple of punk rock, and I I think that's the thing I miss most about um, music pre the internet is the comp. Yeah, like the comp was the way to find out about bands. Yeah, and it doesn't exist anymore, and there's no way to get that back. I don't think. No, I mean, like there I guess are like mixtapes and stuff like that, like things like that you make and other people make. Yeah, it's not the same though. No. Because like I anticipated those fat comps or the epitaph comps because there was going to be an unreleased song or yeah. there was going to be a band and um, a band you've been waiting to hear. Um, or if you found that random comp that had like a feel for like a city sound or something like that, or like um, there were those comps were um i don't know how to put it but like uh, they explained a sound of a genre or a label or, right or an area and you were like it was a good way to find out about everything yeah with it and they were cheap generally right oh yeah and well, it was a promo generally for a lot of record companies right like it was yeah. like their promo like their portfolio of what they had going on at the time 
Whereas now, I mean, like there's there's some great comps put out on Bandcamp and things like that, but it, I don't know, it just doesn't have that same appeal. It, yeah. It's great, and I enjoy them because I do still like to find out about music, but it's not the same as picking up like Survival of the Fattest for like eight bucks at the store and being like, wow, I've never heard this this weird German band or something yeah. like Wizzo. I mean, yeah. I'm never going to pick up Wizzo. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it was a cool song to experience on the comp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the kids today will not experience the greatness of the comp like we did. Like, there's other stuff that you can, people will grow and have their own things for, like, listening, like, I'm sure there's people, like, that didn't grow up with, like, buying an album and stuff, and when they download it, they get that same feeling we got when we bought albums at the record store. Yeah. It might be a little bit different, but that can be captured again. Yeah. I just don't think the comp thing will ever be captured again. And yeah. that And it's so indicative of that 90s, 2000 kind of thing especially for punk rock i don't know if i don't know if i've explored it much in other genres so much like in, in hip-hop i'm sure it exists in hip-hop i know there was a mix not day. in the same way that punk rock did though yeah like I, even alternative and, and indie rock didn't have the same no. the same feel for those comps so, no and it, i mean i don't think those record companies felt the need to like be pushing all their artists in the same way that like punk rock labels did yeah you know um so i'm gonna start out with a brand new comp Oh, really? Yeah. So contrary to what we've been talking about for the past, I don't know, five minutes. Um, sorry. To, sorry. To, <laughs> I guess you just proved everything I said wrong. <laughs> well, no, I, I think you're right. Like they're, they're few and far between. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one that you turned me on to that is like I, I've only just I mean, it's only just come out as far as I can tell. And uh, yeah, it, it fits into my top five. I think it's one of the best comps I've ever heard. And it was that beard saying. Uh, comp that you turned me on to is beard saying a record label yeah i believe they're from belgium okay but it's just Bandcamp, from what i can tell and um that's or it's all org core for you org core yeah <laughs> i love it i think it's a great oh, it's great, a great comp great comp and uh turned me on to some bands i hadn't heard uh and reminded me of some bands that i had heard um but like has that that theme right like that that feel kind of front to back you know of uh, different artists all, you know, within the same genre of org core. <laughs> I'll never, that'll never catch on for me. Uh, the song I chose, uh, so there was like maybe, th th there was a bunch of standout bands that I'd never heard of before, uh, like Not On Tour, who if you're a Bad Cop, Bad Cop fan, I think you'd really like this band. Uh, I don't know if they're an all-girl band, but uh, girls, uh, girl singer, and uh, she's got a great voice. I really like their record, and uh it uh, inspired me to buy the record uh, Spanish love songs, which kind of had like a bit of like a Menzingers feel to it. I felt like, um, and black sheep was another standout. Uh, the song I chose was from another standout uh, called trophy lungs. And uh, it's the first track on the, on the comp. The song's called bathroom graffiti. Cool. It is cool. Cool. Did you, <laughs> did you pick the beard saying comp? I didn't No. No. Did you love it as much as I did? I did. And yeah. I, I really have to explore it more. Yeah. When, um, there's tons of bands on there I had never heard before. So, But I think I downloaded it right before the holiday craziness started. So I haven't given it like a really good listen. But just like, like the first uh, the first little glance at it was awesome. So Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Awesome. I guess I, I almost forgot our formula. I guess I go right at the same time as you, hey? <laughs> It's been that long. It, yeah, we uh, go together, Mike. We, we do it together. together like, uh, Rama lama lama. That's how it goes. Yeah. Ding da ding da dong. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one I'm going to go with is uh, is 
a compilation called Punk Uprisings. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No, one. I don't think so. Um, sounds very uh, anthemic. <laughs> it's a, it came out in '96 <laughs> and is one of those ones um, that you just picked up, like uh, just scouring the various artists at HMV. Yeah. And I just saw it and I was like, oh, it said punk on it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a mohawk. I think it had a kid pissing in the in the snow. That's the same thing. Yeah. But it uh Was it Calvin? <laughs> that sounds he, very was 96. He a, was he peeing on a Ford symbol or a Chevy symbol? <laughs> or a flame symbol. Or an Oilers or... No, no, I was just a snotty looking kid. Okay. Um yeah, but it was just one of those ones that and it always kind of stuck with me because it introduced me to a bunch of bands like um it was after I'd been buying the fat and like punkaramas. And so you were looking to expand. Yeah, it was, and uh, that's how I got found out about Bouncing Souls. I hadn't really heard Bouncing Souls before, and uh, Mr. T experience and assorted jelly beans, and um, and then uh, one of the funny things on there is that uh, resets on there. Oh yeah, and it's probably the only good reset song. And, <laughs> and if you don't know who Reset is, it's basically Simple Plan. Yeah, that, that's my understanding. Pre uh, pre record label, let's say. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's always kind of funny. And the song I picked was by a band called Weston. And I don't know if you're familiar with Weston. I don't think so. Weston are a pop punk band from that era. And they kind of have that like uh, almost more pop, more poppy than punk. Yeah. And uh, it was one of the first bands that I got into that were like that way. And so it like paved the way for me liking bands like the Bonaducci's and things like that. And um, small side note is that Weston is basically beach slang. Oh. So, oh, crazy! Yeah, wow. I I always assumed Beach Lang was like way younger. No, Beach Lang is older than us. Oh, weird. Yeah, <laughs> they're old. Crazy, <laughs> old, old. They're old, man. Uh, and the song I pick is called "No Kind of Superstar." All right, so Trophy Lungs and Weston. This one's for Mike. This one's for Callum. This one's for Chopin.
First two songs out of the gates for 2017. We're moving. We are moving. We're moving on. Yep. What's the next copy pick, Nate? Here we are. Let's uh, let's find out. Let's find out what the next one is. Um, so this comp was uh, something I came on to, uh, came upon. I didn't come on to it. <laughs> it <laughs> just you, came did upon Did you make it. sweet love to it? <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Did you buy a nice dinner? <laughs> this is like this is serious comp. We shouldn't be talking like this. Um, but uh, the 
it, the name Chris Hansen came up, and at first I thought, oh, so the guy from Propaganda. I'm like, nope, his name's Chris Hanna. And then I'm like, Chris Hansen, where do I know that name from? Oh, the guy from To Catch Predator put out a comp. <laughs> nope, not him either. Wait a minute, is this a To Catch Predator thing? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, if you just look into that camera. Um, so it turns out there's a guy called Chris Hansen uh, who runs No Sleep Records. And, oh, uh, he oh, yes. put out a comp called A Comp for Mom. And uh, that comp was his mom was real sick and he did this comp to raise money uh, for medical bills and things like that. And any money that was kind of gathered afterwards went into a, a trust fund, I think, or a, um, some sort of fund uh, that was, you know, a tribute to her, to, to his mom. And uh, it's a really cool comp. Like, Yeah, you're just balking my no new comps, but that is a really good comp. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the idea behind it, but all the bands that chipped in were really good. And it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's a good cause too. So Yeah, it's got a lot of B-sides on there. And that's the other thing. Like there was a lot of like really great stuff that you couldn't just get anywhere else, like B-sides and uh, unreleased tracks, which I think is like super generous of a band to give yeah. that stuff because it gives more reason to, to get it, right? Yeah, maybe that's the that's the reason is like now things are like, never really unreleased so like you could find it if it's yeah whereas before if you're like you bought that comp and you got like got that song that was never going to be on anything else yeah so it's cool and that one does there's stuff on there that i've never seen anywhere else yeah and lots of like random covers and stuff too um which which i liked i mean it's it's a slower comp um but uh there's you know there's some good rock tunes on there as well uh you know your girl allison weiss is on there she is uh moose blood the swellers touche amore uh, and so the song I chose from that comp is uh, by a band called Into It Over It, who's a band that I really dig, and uh, I probably don't listen to enough. Like it's they're not one of those bands that they're, they're like a go-to, but I really enjoy listening to their records. And uh, the song's called For Agnes. So there you go, comp cool. number two. Comp number two. I'm gonna go with um, my second one. Would be a really random comp. Um, released by Fiddler Records. Fiddler Records. Which... Um, the band? No, not the band Fiddler. No, but like, d- does the band Fiddler have anything to do with it? No, no, no. This is way older than, than the band Fiddler. Speaking Probably. of Fiddler, and not to cut you off, but uh, I do feel like I have to make a bit of an announcement to you. Uh, I'm coming around. Yay! <laughs> but you know what? I think Swimmers was my gateway to Fiddler. Makes sense. I couldn't go the other way. I needed something a little, uh, uh, you know, something to ease me in a little bit more. You know, I felt like Fiddler just ripped down my pants and uh, <laughs> and instead Swimmers, you know, gently undid my belt. Yeah. You know, and then got me got Swim- me ready for something a little bit more. She, they t- swimmers took you out for a fancy dinner. <laughs> so thanks, guys. Yay. <laughs> okay, back to you. Okay, uh, so this is a comp, and this is one of those super random comps because I picked it up on a road trip down to uh southern california oh southern california it sounds like uh the beginning of uh of a teenage getaway it was a teenage getaway nice (laughs) but uh we were hitting up record stores and back in the day i just look in discount bins for things from areas and i came across this one and i saw that like there are a few bands on there that known like newfound glory was on there and alistair and stuff like that and i was like eh whatever but i'll buy it yeah i was like it was was like (laughs) three bucks or whatever i'll buy it it didn't even come with an actual like case so i'm guessing it was just a store copy (laughs) and who knew it would make your top five list 20 some years later so the reason it makes my list is because there's a band on there called a false spring who sang the song called the seraphim and this was like i don't know if i'm using the analogy right but 
my white whale. Like I looked for this band for decades and I like searched through the internet. I like, when I worked at the record store, I would always look in catalogs to see if I could find this album. Could never find anything. About two years ago, I posted it in my blog and the singer got in touch with me. I believe he was the singer. And he's like, that's my band. Oh, wow. Cool. And I was like, I've seriously been looking for you guys forever. He's like, we recorded like three songs. And he's like, that's one of them. He's like, I don't even have a copy of that song. Could you give me an MP3 of it? <laughs> so that's, that's, why good I, story. that's why I picked this. <laughs> nice. Um, it's still a really good song. So this is, and it's off this uh, summer sampler, which you probably will never be able to find. But yeah. So I'm sorry. So enjoy this this song while but if you, you can. Want, but if you want the song or the comp, let me know. I'll get <laughs> Thanks, it to you. the guy. Yeah. Uh, white whale is a beluga whale. So into it, over it, and uh, a false spring. Tonight, I'm having trouble making notes. Pushing cool, dusty oxygen around my room and back into my throat. Oh, it's because these lines have occupied my time Painting pale white cheeks and grays hanging above your brow The perfect portrait of how I remember you now So I'll say it out loud Smoke clears our new year will sound Amidst the memories you've left around So it's TV Some coffee and cream A tendency towards nicotine And anecdotes which fray at the scene We're left discussing the outcomes of what this means I'm thinking out loud When the smoke clears our new year will sound If I describe this to the younger you, you would be proud Amidst the memories you've left around the memories you've left around Amidst the memories you've left around So tonight I'm packing light and driving home I promise not to speed for you and me I've still got a lot to done and I'll try to be a better me I know it's a simple kind of tribute but it's the way you would have wanted it to be a simple kind of tribute but the way you would have wanted a simple kind of tribute way you would have wanted a simple kind of tribute but the way you would have wanted it to be
I like that you pick some old songs, Mike. Or, yeah, I guess they would be old songs. But like, you know, just timestamp from that era because I am I am instantly brought back to like that time. Well, so, thanks. I am nostalgic. <laughs> You're full of nostalgia. Yeah. If we were to drain you right now, nostalgia would just come pouring yeah. out of you. Yeah, it's probably a puke green color. Hey. <laughs> probably. It's not fuchsia. Okay, I'm going to uh, go, you know, I I got to be honest, most of the comps I picked are new. Wow. <laughs> That's good, though, because most of mine are old, so then there's yeah. a good juxtaposition here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, y- you're right. I mean, you're right in the fact that it's it's certainly not the same thing. And but it's cool that you're that you're pointing me, pointing out things, because I have to rethink my, my theory then. You, you're going to have to go back to the drawing board, yeah. Yeah. So I think, like... 
um, you know, you've got like the record company that puts out the comps and then you've got like, you know, the, um, the tribute comps, let's say, or the, the, the fundraising comps, um, you know, where, where somebody's trying to do something for someone else. Um, and then you've got the band tribute comps, which have become a little bit more abundant as the years have gone on. And I would say, I would say most of them aren't great. Yeah. There's a bunch that are like, I, don't, I stuck away. I stayed away from the cover ones, and I really wanted to put because there's a, there's about three or four that I really enjoy. So yeah. I'm curious to see which one you pick before I say. Well, there's and I did go through a couple, um, and I have a bunch of them, and uh, just you know, out of curiosity more than anything, because you know, like to hear a punk band do a cover of another punk band and make it a little bit different. Like I'm always interested to see you know how how you're gonna how you're going to do that with and change that sound. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like taking a punk song and making it acoustic or, or vice versa. Right. Um, but the one that, that really is stuck out to me, I think it came out, I don't know, maybe like three years ago or something like that. Um, and I think I like it because I think the bands put a real effort into changing the sounds of these songs and they picked a very eclectic group of artists to, um, do covers of these songs. Um, so the, the album's germs of perfection, a tribute to bad religion. That is a good one. It's, it's just so like, it's got so much range. Uh, <coughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. It's got so much range, you know, within, within the, the record, you know, everybody from uh, polar bear club to William Elliot Whitmore. I don't know if you listen to him at all. I think the only William Elliot Whitmore song I've ever heard is on this. Okay. He's kind of, this was another one of my uh, brother's introductions to uh. me, you know, like that kind of old school country sound. Yep. Um, the Weaker Thans, Cheap Girls, Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. I and really then, like what the, the Tegan and Sarah one because it's so different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's cool. I, I do agree. It's cool when someone does a cover, it makes it different. I think. Yeah. So the, the song that I chose um, was by a band I don't really know much about, um, but uh it was one of those songs that I heard and I was like, I, I don't recall this bad religion song. And I had to go into my, you know, into my library as it were, put on my smoking jacket, got my pipe in my mouth, went into my library and, uh, and found the song. And I was like, how have I never heard this song? And it's on one of their, uh, lesser pop, less popular albums, I guess. Um, but I, I love this song now and it's uh, sorrow. And the band that oh. does it is uh, Switchfoot. How did you never hear Sorrow before? I think it's on, um, I think it was on an album after The Grey Race. Really? Yeah. Why do I feel like that was it's like an older song? song. No, oh, it's I like that a, song a lot. Yeah, Sorrow's a too. wicked. It's like one of my more liked Bad Religion songs. But maybe it was because it was newer and they're, they kind of blend together the new ones. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so I totally missed it, and uh, it was this was a great song to kind of bring me back and, and discover Bad Religion again. Switchfoot, though, hey? Yeah. yeah. I, I really don't know anything about Switchfoot. Aren't they just kind of like a Finger 11-y kind of band? I don't know. It's but it's a, just like, uh, it's, it's an acoustic song. It's just dude on a guitar, and he just, he made it sound really cool, but still with the integrity of, of the, the original. Who put that Germs of Fraction out? Is that Krang? I have no idea. It was a, it was a free download that yeah. I just kind of came upon. I think I feel like it was Krang because they did like a they might have done a Descendants one as well. That was Filter that did the oh, Descendants maybe Filter. one. Filter, and then there's a 
the two Green Day ones that are interesting as well. Oh, I haven't heard either of those. I haven't been able to hear either of them. But I've heard them on YouTube, but I haven't been able to like find them ever because they came with a magazine. Ah, the magazine. Uh, magazine. Who buys magazines? Who? I don't know. Uh-huh. All right, Mike. All right. Um, I went with uh, Give Him the Boot Volume 1. Ah. Which is kind of cheating-ish. Nah, it's Hellcat. That's Hellcat. Sub- you got Brett Gerowitz and Tim Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah, two different people. Yeah. Yeah. They are, I guess. Yeah. No, but I. But Rancid Synonymous kind of with Epitaph. And... Well, I would say that, that uh, Epitaph uh, helped, helped Hellcat take that jump, yeah. let's say. So I always really liked this album. I don't know why. It, I mean, maybe just when it came out, it kind of it introduced me to a bunch of different, like, uh, a different sound. And it, I mean, it's all very Tim Armstrong y sounding. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, now that like now that he's put out more stuff and none of the other given given the boots really caught on to me as much as volume one there are good stuff on, there's good stuff on some of the other ones like there i don't think the agri lights are on this one and they're a band that i really like that came out maybe on one of the other two comp the first or the second or third comp um but uh the the brothels is actually one of my favorite rancid songs yeah. but i didn't pick it because i figured people know that okay uh, and i went with the silencers policeman cool because there's another band that I don't think they put anything else out, right? And I believe it's like I can't think of anything. I think I think it's the Slackers and Tim Armstrong. Okay. So um, it's funny you mentioned the brothels though, because I uh, every once in a while I just throw the iPod on on shuffle, and that song came on today. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is that on any of the Rancid releases? No, I don't. Just, think I feel like so. it's like exclusive. it might be on like a seven inch or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, but it's like I want to riot. I don't think was on. I think it was just on a seven inch as well from Punkorama one. Really? Yeah. I don't think it was on like any other, any other records. We should do some research. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, this is a switch foot and the silencers. Sorrow no more. 
soldiers lay their weapons down When the kings and the queens relinquish their crowns When the only true messiah rescues us from ourselves It's easy to imagine there will be sorrow There will be sorrow There will be sorrow No more There will be sorrow There will be sorrow And there will be sorrow No more No
Well, as someone once said, there has to be a ska song on every uh, yeah, I every did podcast. It. And so. I did it. Way to go. <laughs> Yay. Way to go, Mike. I'm proud of you. <laughs> See, ska's not dead. <laughs> ska uh, is forever. <laughs> okay, so moving on, I picked uh, yet another new comp. Um <laughs> I was in total agreement with you and I still am, but, um, I don't know. Like I went back and started listening to some of those old ones from when we were kids and like, there is a lot of nostalgia there, but they just didn't stand up for me. Like the, the stuff that I was kind of iffy on then was like, Oh yeah. I but that, care less that was the beauty of the comp though, is because it was just like a giant, like catalog of things you could check out and totally. like or dislike and totally. But now, you know, with, with, the absence of the comp, I guess it just, um, I don't know. I, I, I went back and the stuff that, that I loved so many years ago just didn't, didn't yeah, stand the test of time for makes me. Makes sense. So, uh, I was fortunate enough that I, I could find, uh, newer ones. And this was one of those surprising ones, I think. And I think you and I had had conversations about it when it came out. Um, because it was like, wow, there's actually good comps still coming out and uh it's by i don't know maybe a lesser known label but um they've certainly got a lot of bands uh on their roster now uh it's red scare records they put out their 10-year anniversary comp oh yeah it is really good yeah like it's kind of the fat records comp of today uh is kind of the way i looked at it um you know They've they've got a ton of bands on there. The Lillingtons, uh, Teenage Bottle Rocket, the Copyrights, Elway, and uh, you know I think at the time they uh, there were a couple bands that hadn't released new uh, new albums, but you know the production had been done, so they were putting out previously unreleased tracks that ended up becoming released. But yeah. uh, but uh, you know it kind of gave that that uh, that old feel. Yeah, yeah, that old feel. I'll give it to you. And uh, there's a lot on this on this comp so when in doubt pick masked intruder and uh, <laughs> uh the song's called i don't mind which is one of my favorite songs it's a good one nate thanks thanks mike yeah um i went with a old comp because <laughs> we've got yin and yang old yeah. and new tonight uh and it's uh i believe this is fueled by ramen's first comp oh yeah year of the rat yeah yeah this was one i i seriously considered because i feel like this comp introduced me to a wide range of bands i had never heard before it was like the org core of that time yeah uh, and it had like the hippos impossibles discount um limp jimmy world jersey yeah and then uh jay church's cover of yellows don't bring me down um and the song i picked off there was amberetta's bottle caps oh cool and amberetta's always been one of those bands i feel like i should have paid more attention to like, when the year we went to Fest, they did a reunion show there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize they were so big. And I, I just feel like I should really explore their catalog a little bit more. Yeah. Even listening to this song, I, I really like Bottle Cap still. So. Fueled by Ramen, that was that was another interesting yeah. progression. Yeah, they got shittier and shittier. I have no problem <laughs> saying that. Well, don't they? They did a subsidiary of Fueled by Ramen called something else, didn't they? I feel like Fuel Bar Rome was originally started by like... It was Vinny, Vinny wasn't it? from Less Than Jake, yeah, right? And, and then, then he kind of moved away from it and started Paper and Plastic. Yeah. And then I think Fuel by Ramen got like bought by like a major. Yeah, I feel like... they were still using the Fuel by Ramen label. I, I think that's what's going on there. Yeah. I don't really know. But... That was... They Panic at a, the Disco was Fuel by Ramen, right? Yeah. And that first record was... Uh, I haven't listened to it in a long time, but 
I really like that record when it came out. Was Plain White Tees on there as well? Or Yellow Card maybe or something? Maybe yeah, not. that I don't sounds know. like it could be right. I don't know. Anyways. Um, so, Mask Intruder and... Amberetta. I forgot what I said. <laughs>
save my old one for you for the last one because is this the part where you say you pick cinema beer nuts as your last i didn't pick? you didn't no i totally thought you were gonna pick that i don't even, uh, i own one of the cinema but i don't own the first one uh was that beer nuts or was i think beer nuts was the second one i own the one with like the fat guy on the couch i don't even know that one it's pretty good it's hopeless right yeah i believe hopeless they're hopeless yeah. anyways I totally thought you were going to pick that one. That was one that I went back to and I was like, I like a handful of songs on this, but not, it's, it's not what it was. Fearless flush was like another one I checked out. I also had that. And that's not, it did not hold up. No, not at all. Like, you know, I can still hear those songs that I was like, Oh, this is a cool band. And you know, later check them out and stuff. But same with like punk bites was punk bites is horrible. Is it just the recording? I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on. Although I do like Thirty Foot Fall still. So when I hear their songs for some reason, really? Yeah. And there was Punk Bites too as well. I think that was Fearless that put those yeah. out too, right? Yeah. Anyways, I I picked an old one, and this was one that I was I I didn't think would click for me at all, and um, and so I threw it on anyways because I thought, well, I, it's the comp episode. I should. Yeah. I should see Just if it take a chance. See if it does it for me, and it did it for me. Did it for you? Ska sucks. Oh, I almost picked that one. I like Ska sucks. It's still. so good. It's like it's be- so good. It's, it might be the best collection of that era of like that third wave Ska stuff. Totally, and you know they broke it up a little bit so that you know if you uh, if you got a little bit sick of Ska, you could have a band like Choking Victim show up that you know was a different. Uh, I mean, not the same kind of ska that's yeah. on, you know, the rest of it. Uh, and I love that they uh, they actually put ska sucks, a cover of ska sucks by propaganda on it, uh, which I think is great. Uh, the song that I chose is a nod to you, Mike. A nod to me? Yeah, it was a conversation that was going on in the uh, high fives chat. What's up, chat? Oh, what's app? Not what's up. What's app? <laughs> chat. Uh, the other night, again, if 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 you're interested, you just you just got to tell us, and you can get in on it too. There is some serious, some music, really good stuff going serious on. Serious music nerd talk, <laughs> and it's sort of evolved into uh, the guys from Australia sending us daily weather updates. Yeah, <laughs> rubbing it in that it's cold here. Yeah, it's thirty <laughs> degrees last night, mate. <laughs> I could hardly sleep. Um, so the song I chose, I, I'm kind of surprised you haven't figured it out yet uh is by i feel like they're one of your favorite bands um, <laughs> and they may not be but i feel like they are it's link 80 oh they are one of my well they were one of my favorite bands yeah i, I do have like a, a big love for link 80 yeah, yeah yeah and the song is uh kind of kind of, it's a great song it is a good song yeah, yeah. 
but uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those comps that I was I was really surprised that you know when you haven't heard a bunch of songs in a long, long time, and all of a sudden you're singing them and catch yourself singing them, and you're like, how do I know all these words? There's a there's like some really good the the limp song on there is really yeah. good. Uh, there's a band that like just went away that was awesome. Like I love listening to their stuff still. And then the I feel like the usual song on there is really good. The pie taster songs. Yeah, good. Hepcat. Hepcat songs. Excellent. I think that's what might have even introduced me to Hepcat was that comp. Uh, Mephiscopheles. I can't remember that song. Is that the truck driver song? Uh, I think so. Ocean, Sounds about right. Oceanside, Oceanside putt putts on there, which still makes me laugh because that's where that putt putt joke came from. <laughs> there was this other band on there that I don't know if I checked out further from the comp called uh, Cousin Oliver. Oh yeah, and they had this song called Share, I like which that is song. actually my favorite song on that comp. But because you didn't pick Cinema Beer Nuts, and had you picked it, I knew Link Eighty would be on oh. it. But so I, this is my nod to you. This is my hi, Mike. <laughs> this is my uh haven't seen you in a couple months present yeah like yeah. i missed you yeah you know thanks mate yeah cousin oliver i think they're on that fiddler records comp actually i'm gonna have to look for that band now i have their i have their two albums if you want oh they have two albums yeah oh who knew i knew <laughs> apparently okay. i think i actually saw them on that california trip too i can't remember if I oh did. really oh cool scott was big then yeah that's huge if you want to age us yeah <laughs> That's ages. It wasn't the joke that it is now. No. No. But, so we got two ska songs on the comp. Wow. Yeah. I almost picked another or ska. Or on the podcast, not the comp. I almost picked another ska song because I was going to go with the Asian Man Records comps because I felt like they needed a nod. Mail Order was fun. Because those are both really good comps. Yeah, they are. But uh, I decided to go with Another Year on the Streets. The street. <laughs> another Year on the Streets. <laughs> with <laughs> Which is a Vagrant Records comp. Okay. So I don't know. If oh yeah, they had a series cartoon of cartoon on the front or something. Of this one doesn't. The first one's got a cartoon on the front, and I hummed and hawed between the first one and the second one. Okay. And the first one doesn't hold up very much, and I believe like the Automatic Seven songs are awesome on there. Yeah. And there's a maybe a, a boxer song that's good, and maybe even the face to face song's okay, but it's meh. Okay. But uh, the second one is uh, it's a good review. Meh. Meh. It doesn't hold up. Fair At enough. the time, it was good. Yeah. Uh, the second one's got a lot of good bands like Reggie and the Full Effect, No Motive, Automatics. It really got that vagrant sound like Get Up Kids. Uh, and I believe the Get Up Kids is the cover of uh, Replacements, Beer for Breakfast. Is oh, nice. there, and it's awesome. Um, but the song I picked was a band called The Anniversary, who I don't know if you like very much. I can't say I, I know that band. Maybe if I heard uh, something. No, okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Uh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy that. Give me one. Uh, but yeah, I went uh, I went with the university. I believe this... I, the reason I picked this one is because I believe it's still unreleased, which went with my oh, cool. idea that comps having unreleased songs was always kind of a cool thing. And it's called, I believe that the end of the reign of terror is terror is soon near. Wow, that's a, that's a mouthful. I guess they're kind of emo-ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So any, you should check out the anniversary. They're, they hold up. All right. I'll yeah. check it out. Um... But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Sorry, yeah. sorry for the long delay. I'm not sorry. I'm I'm sorry. You know, this is. I didn't get to hang out with you. Well, yeah that that was that was a detriment to we the were, overall plan. We we're hanging out with those Australians on the WhatsApp <laughs> chat too much. <laughs> it all felt really uh, not real. Yeah, it was very virtual. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys should join it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. Or get in touch with us on Twitter or through the website and. Uh, 
or Facebook? Is, is yeah, Facebook still a thing in, in I think 2017? So. Yeah. I think so. Uh, for now. For now? Well, they own everything, right? Yeah. So, you know, if people stop using Facebook, I feel like they'll just start taking other things away. I think we should start a Friendster site. Friendster? <laughs> Do you remember Friendster? It's like no. the original Was MySpace. Was that like before MySpace? Yeah. Oh, wow. Did they have like a guy on there? Like what was the guy from my, Tom? Tom. Was there a guy on Friendster? I don't remember. introduce you to. <laughs> that was like the height of like uh scenester. But... Everybody's friend was Tom. <laughs> he's my, he's not real. <laughs> like I kept sending him e-invites to hang out. Yeah, he never showed up never anything. Did. He's a dick. What a fucking dick Tom is. And now where's MySpace? In the hands of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> so we're on all the social platforms just yeah. check us out on there and check, check out. out the website and email us the interviews again yes uh, please do they're check definitely out worth a listen you know not just for my voice and not just for mike's voice but uh for the interviewee's voice some real real solid information on there yeah and they're easy to find they're just under the interviews tab so go do it and it's got nate's sweet soothing voice for most of the time and me saying like 10 words every once in a while. So if you like that kind of thing, yeah. there you go. Well, uh, Nate's, Nate's much better at talking to people than me. <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, check them out. Check us out. Uh, send us your lists. We really do enjoy checking out everyone's lists. And, yeah, we do. And if you have the time, unlike someone at this table, <laughs> check There's out... There's a lot of people at this table. <laughs> check out my super long list. <laughs> He's overcompensating. Albums. Yeah. He's like the guy that drives a Ferrari. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Anyways, Link 80 and the anniversary. Bye. Good night.
the best voice you've ever done you should do that one more often i eat your soul yeah (laughs) why didn't you become like part of a death metal band at one point no one asked me yeah (laughs) 